Hey folks, it's JK, and before getting into today's episode, I wanted to take a moment to say thank you for choosing to press play on the Help Me Understand podcast. You've got a lot of different options that are out there as far as content for podcasting right now, so I am very appreciative of the fact that you decided to take a moment to press play on this one. Today's episode is a special one for me because I am for the first time sitting down and actually recording some information around the backstory of the Help Me Understand podcast, where the philosophy of Help Me Understand came from, how that's played out in real life, and uh, the story around deciding to go ahead and take that leap and start the podcast itself. So without further delay, sit back, enjoy, and again, thank you for choosing to press play. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Help Me Understand podcast. In today's podcast, I want to spend some time talking about the origin story of the Help Me Understand podcast, really give you um, a little bit of insight behind why I started this podcast, the original inspiration, and uh, really what my intention was in getting onto this particular platform. So, uh, first, to give you a bit of context, but Uh, around why this is coming up now. Most recently, um, I had the privilege and the honor of being on a podcast called Girls Gone Wad. And I'll get into why that's actually very, very closely linked with my inspiration for beginning my own podcast. Um, But in this particular episode that I was on, it's actually the relaunch of the podcast itself. So Girls Gone Wad is a podcast that's hosted by uh, Joy Parrish and Claire Cook. And they started the podcast back in 2013. And it is one of the first podcasts that I ever listened to. Um, I'm about to date myself big time here, but uh, there's probably going to be at least a couple of people uh, based on some assumptions here. I think there's going to be a couple people who remember a podcast series called Serial. Um, not like the breakfast cereal, but cereal as in S-E-R-I-A-L. And I remember that first coming across my plate as a recommendation of something to listen to. And at that time, uh, from what I was aware of, podcasts were not really uh, a big thing. So that was actually kind of uh, my first uh, introduction, let's say, into the podcasting world, just being a consumer. But um what was uh, what was the inspiration for sitting down to do this particular episode and make it around the origin story of Help Me Understand was in the, uh, the appearance that I did on the Girls Gone Wad podcast just recently, we were talking about motivation. And we were specifically really centering our conversation around motivation when it comes to fitness and your goals and different things like that. And it really got me to thinking around what was my original motivation for starting Help Me Understand. And there's a few folks that may be aware of it just based on some conversations I've had with them, but I thought this would be a great time to really re-engage around the why of Help Me Understand. And uh, I don't think many people know what my structure is around this particular show, as in I don't really do a lot of preparation when it comes to these episodes. I have a couple of ideas that I will jot down either on a post-it note or maybe type a couple of notes in my phone. And when I say notes, I mean a couple of sentences 
about a random idea that pops into my head. But uh, that is pretty much it. So I don't sit down and write out an entire outline or anything like that. So I say, I say that just to lay the foundation of um, everything really comes straight off the top of my head when it comes to not only solo episodes like this, but with guests, what I will do uh, for the benefit of the guest is at least let them know the inspiration for why I reached out to them originally uh, to have a conversation. But we quite honestly just let it flow. And this episode is going to be no different with it being a solo episode and just going to kind of let it flow and uh, kind of speak things as they come to mind. So where help me understand comes from, uh, first of all, just the phrase help me understand. It's a phrase that I use and have used in just about everyday life for about as long as I can remember in some way, shape or form. And uh, the scenarios that I found myself using the phrase in more often than not were scenarios where someone was saying something and instead of me immediately responding to really there were questions so someone would ask me a question hey what do you think about this or what is the best way to do this or what kind of suggestions do you have for me to do this and um, i'm one of those people who very rarely will immediately answer a question with just a direct answer i will more often than not ask for some context and the way that I ask for that context is I say, well, help me understand why you're interested in figuring out the answer to this particular question. So to use a real real life example, somebody will come to me and they'll say, hey, what do you think is the best workout for me to do if I'd like to start getting back in shape? And instead of immediately saying, well, you need to do four workouts per week, you need to make sure that you've got this particular uh, body part split going, you need to make sure that your nutrition is this, that, and the other, I start by saying, well, help me understand um, why you're interested in starting to train again. Help me understand what your motivation is, whatever the case may be. So help me understand is a phrase that I've lived with for the longest time. I, I can't even remember when um, I picked it up, but it's a phrase that has just really stuck with me around the importance of context. Context, excuse me. So that's where the phrase itself comes from. Then to dig a bit deeper, where the concept really started to flow into um, not, not really doing a podcast, but the concept started to flow in sharing this idea of taking a minute to really ask, like, help me understand where you're coming from, or say the phrase, help me understand, really came from uh, repeated interactions that I would have with people where I would, they would ask me a question or they would make a statement waiting for my reaction. And instead of immediately having a reaction, I would say, well, help me understand why you think that, or help me understand what you mean when you say this particular thing. They would give me the feedback that they felt like that was an interesting way for me to approach it. I would very often hear, well, nobody's really asked me that, or no one's taken the time to ask me that particular question. Or in many scenarios, some people would say, well, why won't you just answer the question? Like what that that's really weird. Most people don't don't ask me to explain what I just said. And in some cases, it was from an accountability standpoint. Somebody would even make a statement, uh, whether it was about themselves or about another person. 
I would even say, go so far as to say past judgment. And I would say, help me understand why you would think that about that person. And what it did, getting that feedback consistent with, consistently around people being surprised is probably a, an extreme word to use, but people being intrigued by this whole concept of pausing to say, help me understand. What really started to come to me was that I was bringing a different perspective than they brought to the conversation, or I was asking them to share their perspective so that we could try to get on a more, what I'll call level playing field when it came to the conversation that we were having. So um, while I don't necessarily have a specific example in mind, um, I can remember for quite a while uh, working in environments where we were dealing with all sorts of different people. So from different walks of life, different cultures and different things like that. And I would have team members who would react a certain way to certain customers based on a number of different factors. And what one of the things that I would try to communicate to my team members is one of the things that I that I don't think you understand is in this particular culture, that's a that's something that is just part of the norm. So now that I think about it, I do have a specific example. So I'm going to go ahead and share this. So I've worked in the retail environment for quite a while. And I can remember working in um, retail stores where my team members would get really upset when a customer would come in and then ask to negotiate a particular price. And here in the United States, for most of your, let's call them well-established, big box, whatever it may be, retail stores, you're used to, you walk in and you see the price on the tag itself, and that's what you pay. So I'm excluding, for example, like the car business where, you know, it just seems like that's just the way that it goes. You negotiate your pricing, right? I'm talking like you decide to go into Old Navy and buy a shirt, uh, from my observations so far, um, I'm not aware of a whole lot of people who feel like they can pick up pick up a pair of jeans at Old Navy and walk up to the register and then try to negotiate a price. They just assume, okay, these are $39.99. That's the price that I'm going to pay. So they walk up to the register and pay it. Um, and while I have not worked at Old Navy, I've worked in retail establishments. And what you would find is that um, in an establishment where a customer um, who was not from the United States, they would be from a different culture, they may come to the, the register and they may say, hey, um, what's the best price you can give me on this? And one of my coworkers would say, well, what do you mean the best price? Like I can give you the price that's on the tag. And uh, for myself, it was a little bit different. So while, um, while I did understand where my coworkers were coming from, what came to me is that they didn't necessarily have the perspective of ever living in a culture where negotiation was part of the process. So for myself, I spent five years living in Southeast Asia. I lived in Malaysia and Singapore as a young child growing up. So I was, it, it was nothing to be in a market, to be in a store, a mall, whatever it may be, and to negotiate a price. That was, I mean, that was just normal. In fact, um, I remember years later uh, talking to uh, a connection who still is in Southeast Asia, talking to them and us kind of, kind of laughing at the fact that uh, in that particular culture, 
many times we were kind of laughed at because they thought we were kind of stupid for never trying to negotiate. All we would do was just go ahead and pick up the thing and be like, okay, so that's the price. Okay, good to go. We just pay that. And they thought that was kind of dumb. So uh, that was just, that's just an example of where um, different perspectives I've always just or I've recently over the past few years started to really understand that not everyone has been exposed to different perspectives. In that case that I'm bringing up, it's not everybody's been exposed to different cultures and being able to understand things like that. And while that may not be, you know, the world's most impactful example of the difference in perspective and how that can change what, how you judge a person or how that can change how you view a particular situation, I think that it is a very real, tangible, and um, for some relatable example of how a understanding or at least having some sort of experience um, in a different area or coming from a different perspective can shape the outcome much differently of that particular situation. So take that particular example and then translate it just into everyday life. So when you're having a conversation with somebody and they react a certain way or somebody is in what's considered a stressful situation and their reaction is something different than what you would have done, it's not that it's necessarily wrong right off the bat, like sometimes it could be right and it could be wrong, but overall, it's not that it's necessarily wrong. They're reacting based on what their perspective is. And I can definitely tell you that over the past couple of years, I'd say two to three years, especially with um, the evolution of our political climate, um, our racial climate, just different things that have happened um, around me in the past few years, I have definitely seen the value of taking a moment to say, help me understand prior to deciding to engage any further in a conversation. So um, hopefully that helps shed a bit more light on the concept of help me understand. Now to peel back kind of another layer in um, why this then translated into a podcast. So um, first, I had been introduced to podcasting. Then um, I've always, or not, I shouldn't say always, it's not like I fell out of the womb saying, help me understand. But for as long as I can remember, I've been uh, curious around uh, being able to get the other person's perspective before digging into kind of the next level of the conversation. And then also uh, over the past few years, just receiving, or maybe I've been receiving this feedback all along, but let me say being more receptive to the feedback and listening more and paying attention when people would tell me like, yo, you kind of have a different way of going about this. Like this, this is not, this is not something that I've encountered before. Some, some like that, some don't like some people like being asked to explain what they're talking about. Some people flat out don't like that kind of puts them back on their heels and they really don't want to dig into it. They want you to just react, whether that be a good thing or a bad thing. And that's fine. I can kind of figure out how to regulate my energy based on that. Um, But that would be kind of like that next piece. So really the pivotal point where I decided that it was, uh, it was a calling to go ahead and move forward with a podcast 
really is related to the 75 hard program. And this is a program that I've brought up uh, multiple times over the past couple of years uh, when it comes to, or the past year, year and a half, really, uh, when it comes to this podcast, I've brought up the program before. And for those who may not be aware, a short summary is that 75 hard is um, communicated as a program to help build mental toughness. And it was created by Andy Frisella, who's the CEO of a supplement and nutrition company called First Form. And uh, Andy Frisella also does a lot of other things in the entrepreneurial uh, development space and personal development space, business development, things like that. And uh, he has a program called 75 Hard. And within this particular program, uh, he identifies five what he calls tasks that need to be completed every day for 75 days in a row without fail. If you don't complete all five of those tasks on any particular day, then you need to stop the program and start over. So you do fail that day. And I've done, I won't get into, you know, who I think it's a good idea for and who I think it's a bad idea for. I've done some pretty extensive, um, some pretty extensive conversations around that had multiple guests. So you can definitely scroll back on previous episodes to get not only my take, but the take of others who have actually been through the program. Uh, and I'll, I'll tease it just by saying for some, I think that it can be helpful for others. I think that it can send you down a rabbit hole and I'll just leave it at that. But uh, the backstory goes that in late 2019, I decided to start the 75 hard program. So I was going through 75 hard in uh, late 2019. And as I was going through that particular program and completing each task, each of the five tasks each day, and really making sure that my focus and my intention for doing the program stayed true to, I'm trying to develop mental toughness. There are physical tasks that are involved as part of the program that those particular pieces were not the, um, the focus for me. The focus for me was about being able to be intentional with my time, be intentional with my energy. What was I spending my time and my energy on? So how was I staying focused? How was I creating structure? And as, um, as part of the program, one of the tasks that you need to complete each day is a 45-minute workout outside. The way that I cho chose to complete my 45-minute outside workout was a commitment to walking outside for 45 minutes each day. And one of the things that I did routinely on my outside walk was to listen to a podcast. So I would always have podcasts that were um, kind of in the hopper, ready to go, uh, because it was 45 minutes. So I would always listen to a longer podcast because... Uh, backstory on this one is kind of funny. Uh, I always make sure I was listening to a longer podcast because it was so cold outside. I live in central Illinois and I was doing 75 hard starting in late December going into February. And that's pretty much the coldest months of the year. And I didn't want to have to uh, take off my gloves or take my hands out of my pockets or my coat or anything like that during this 45 minute walk. So I always made sure that I had podcast episodes that were at least 45 minutes in length for the most part. So um, I started listening to podcasts each day as I was going on my walks. And um, that's what kind of relates to my original 
uh, mention of the Girls Gone Wad podcast and also another podcast from um, Eric Thomas and his team called Secret to Success. Those were two of the main podcasts that I would listen to on my walk. Uh, the Girls Gone Wad podcast became uh, a podcast called This is Joy and Claire. So um, I would listen to those and then also listen to Secret to Success and some other ones. But those were my two main podcasts that I listened to. And I can remember that the pl- the seeds started to, to be planted around, hmm, well, I've got things that I think about very often. So I'm, I'm a big, I'm a thinker. Um, I don't know that I always want to have conversations with absolutely everybody about the things that I think about, because to be quite honest with you, like I just, I'm not interested in getting involved in long conversations with every single person because there's some, quite honestly, there's some folks that are going to be on the same wavelength and some that are not. Um, there are some that are just going to want to argue. I don't know that I really want to get into an argument, but I am all about like listening to perspective and things like that. And I was also, again, consistently getting feedback of, hey, you got kind of a different way of thinking about things. You should really share that more often. So I thought to myself, like maybe, maybe I could do this podcasting thing because it's something where I can interview other people. And that was the original intention was for every episode to be an interview. So if I've got some particular area that I have an interest in, I can reach out to another person and get their perspective and bring them on. And I can learn more about it myself in the meantime. And uh, that came to fruition in my very first episode where it was with a guest. But I was thinking to myself, okay, this is something that I potentially could do. And one of the mindset shifts that I had during the 75 hard program is there's a lot of people that are out there and they think about doing things, but never actually do them. And I'm I'm one of those, I was one of those people. There are definitely areas in my life where I am still uh, prone to reverting to that particular habit of sitting on something. However, as my grandfather would always say, um, I have improved quite a bit, still got a ways to go. However, I'm going to take credit for the fact that I'm better than I used to be at taking action on things. So um, I went back and I actually scrolled in my phone to find this message, but the decision was made on January 15th of 2020 to start reaching out to local studios here in Bloomington, Illinois to see where, uh, who could help me with recording the first episode of the podcast. I had had other people who were reaching out to me, telling me, you know, Hey, you can just do it yourself, do it on your phone, whatever it may be. And I thanked them all for those suggestions, but said, you know, I'm very specific around this very first one. I want it to be as hands off as possible. I want to put it into the hands of a professional, somebody who knows how to do what they need to do. Maybe I can take it from there, but I'm not, I'm not playing that game because I know myself and what'll happen is maybe I'll record it, but then it'll take me another two to three weeks to sit down and learn how to edit and do all of these other things. I just need somebody else to handle this first one. So I can clearly remember sitting at the parking lot, uh, in the parking lot at work, sitting in my car, uh, before going in and I went on my phone, Googled, uh, recording studios, Bloomington, Illinois, and called five, I believe it was five recording studios that day. Out of the five recording studios that I called, I had two that returned my phone call. 
Um, and it took, I'm going to say it took a few days to get responses back, but I had two that returned my phone call. Um, one of them uh, turned out to be one that had a slot that could fit me in within a reasonable time frame. Um, so we did our first recording of the Help Me Understand podcast on February 16th of 2020 and released the first episode in Feb- on February 18th. And that very first episode. So this is where I'm. What I'm going to kind of wrap up with, as far as uh, really the the culmination of all of the inspiration and everything coming together for Help Me Understand. That very first episode, uh, which still lives on this platform, is one that I recorded with a friend of mine, and her name is Maggie Lakebrink. She's been on the show twice, I believe, at this point, and uh, Lord willing, I'm going to have her on again. Quite honestly, I could probably have her on every single month and never run out of different topics for her to educate both myself and others on. Uh, She's a child psychologist here in the Bloomington, Illinois area, and just brings a wealth of knowledge and information around uh, the psychology of kids. And to me, more importantly, helping parents understand, so kind of the help me understand piece, helping parents understand um, how to better, uh, better filter the information that their kids are communicating to them through their behavior. And that's not something that's, you know, in her bio, like she, she didn't, I didn't just go online to try and figure out how to describe her. That's my perspective of what she brings. And why I just spent a little bit more detail around that is because that first episode was a prime example of the why behind this particular podcast. So even from the first Uh, episode where I had a child psychologist on, the inspiration behind um, that particular conversation was that I was observing um, adults. So I work with adults um, in the fitness industry. So I'm a retail sales manager and I also work in the fitness industry. I'm a personal trainer online and I also have a company called The Muscle Feed where we build online training programs uh, for groups so that we can really enhance their lifestyle through their training. Uh, But I would consistently, consistently, all the time, as I'm talking to clients and members, there would be Uh, these references that would be made to their childhood as far as messages that they received during their childhood, um, things that they observed in their household from their parents and family members, comments made to them, things like that. And these were comments and behaviors that specifically related to how they um, handled their own body image. And to go even, you know, another, I say this all the time, go another layer deeper, um, specifically with my female clients and being being the father of a teenage daughter it's something that I'm kind of hyper hyper aware of uh, is just paying attention to what does that interaction look like as far as like friends and family members and comments that are made about uh, bodies and things like that I think that after being around, uh, so many clients, and most of my clients are female, and many of uh, the people that I interact with uh, in the gym, be them male or female, will communicate a lot of the same things. Like the messaging that we have around how we view our bodies is many times a product of things that were said to us as we were growing up. And for that first episode, I just knew that Maggie was somebody I wanted to bring on. So I reached out to her to say, you know, I'm really hoping that you can help me understand more around the importance of how 
uh, adults, so not just parents, for but how adults carry themselves in the presence of their children, and also um, understanding how our behavior affects the psyche of kids. So that's what we did. We sat down and, and we were in the Eclipse recording studio here in Bloomington, Normal, Illinois, and had a great conversation around that. And then it just, uh, it just went from there. So from that very first episode, my why and my motivation and my inspiration, you know, whichever lane you want to travel down, it has always been around being able to get more perspective to try to better understand a situation. And there's some topics that have been what I'm going to call not that controversial. Like, I don't know that the that child development is um, inherently a, a controversial topic by any means. Um, as compared to, for example, I've had um, episodes where I sat down with a friend of mine, Jessica Garsha, Dr. Jessica Garsha, uh, who talked about diversity, equity, inclusion, and inclusion. I've had an episode where I sat down with Terrence Smith, who's the um, co-owner of Sawed Off CrossFit in um in College Station, Texas, and we had a conversation about some of the things that were developing within the CrossFit community uh, back when uh, Greg Glassman uh, was CEO and then uh, what ultimately led to him no longer being the CEO. I've had conversations with a friend, Jessica Colton, to get her perspective on what it's like being the parent of um, or raising children with autism. And again, you know, some conversations are more or less controversial, I guess, than others. But my, um, my motivation was never to create, you know, a controversial platform. It's always been to think about asking the question, to think about getting the backstory behind particular people and or situations prior to making a decision in how to proceed. So um, I say all of this, I know I've been going going for a while here, but it's been, uh, this has been kind of a, a long time in the making, really sitting down to really share the story of help me understand where it comes from, uh, what really the origin story was, the why behind it, and uh, it directly relates to why I continue to put episodes out. Uh, some episodes will continue to be uh, solo episodes where I just have certain things that are coming to mind and I want to share those in some way, shape, or form. And I've found that this platform has been um, a very efficient one to do that in. Uh, then there are going to be some episodes. I've got one upcoming that's going to be coming out that I am I am beyond pumped for people to listen to where I interviewed uh coach Dean Hammond, who is a coach in the UK. And we talked at length about his backstory. Uh, he handles strength and conditioning for a particular branch of the armed forces in the United Kingdom, and also is a strength and conditioning and lifestyle coach uh, for his company, Cat Catalyst Athletics. Um, there's just a lot, but there's more to him. There actually, there's there's so much to him that forms who he is today. And those are the types of stories that I want to continue to tell. 
because I think that it's it's too easy for people as we continue to move forward in this Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat generation. I think it's too easy for people to think that they know the whole story or um, that they have an understanding of how a person got to where they are or how a situation developed to where it is today. I think it's too easy to assume that you know when you really don't. It's kind of that that old phrase, like you think you know, but you have no idea. Um, that's a big piece of it. And um, that's why I will continue. Uh, Lord willing, I will continue to put episodes out. I set a particular uh, episode number goal uh, by the end of this year. I put it out on a previous episode and I do plan to meet that. So um, I will just continue to do what I'm doing. So if you've stuck around this long, I really do appreciate it. Um, I am appreciative of every person who decides to spend whatever amount of time they have available and listen to this particular podcast. I've received messages here and there with people um, really giving some great feedback around particular topics that I've brought up. And uh, that is something that I don't take lightly. So I do appreciate that always. Um, so one thing I want to do to wrap this up is I do want to make a content recommendation and it's a, it's not only a shameless plug, uh, but a heartfelt content recommendation. The, uh, the podcast girls gone wad, as I mentioned, is one of the first podcasts that I really dug into. And this was many years ago, actually. And while I was going through 75 hard, it's one that I listened to each week. They've been very consistent since 2013 and putting out an episode every Every week since 2013, which to me is just amazing consistency. But um, one of the reasons that I started listening to that particular podcast is because the two hosts brought uh, a level of transparency that I was not used to being privy to. So uh, one of the ways that I use podcasts and consume podcasts is being able to be like the fly on the wall, the friend in the room who is not expected to contribute to the conversation. Um, I am very, very comfortable either leading a conversation or sitting back and being completely quiet and not saying a word. I'm comfortable in both of those scenarios. And one of the things that I really enjoy about uh, listening to Joy and Claire on their podcast, um, which I'll kind of clarify, there's Girls Gone Wad and there's This Is Joy and Claire. But one of the things that I enjoy, enjoy about their podcast uh, their time, uh, their content, I should say, is that it truly never feels like it's a production. And it truly always feels like you're just sitting in a conversation and they've covered a range of topics. Uh, it started off as a health and fitness podcast with Girls Gone Wad. It did recently, um, a while back, rebrand into This Is Joy and Claire. But what they're doing now is they're relaunching episodes on the Girls Gone Wad platform. So my content recommendation for you is to look up the Girls Gone Wad podcast, and that's W-O-D, which stands for Workout of the Day. It's um, terminology within the CrossFit space. So Girls Gone Wad, episode number 348. And I'll recommend that one because yours truly was a guest on that particular podcast. And I was able to um, share some perspective on a host of things, uh, most notably um, some things when it comes to how do you evaluate what fitness is for you as an individual. Um, we talked about motivation, um, and then we we moved in kind of out of outside of the fitness realm and really talked about um, you know 
some of my frustration around some of the conversation that's happening these days around like quitting particular things or stepping away from toxic situations. And um, as always, I walked away from the conversation on that particular podcast really uh, feeling empowered to continue to use this platform, but also really empowered to um, think through um, the things that that I think are important and also take action to try to pour into others also. So that's my content recommendation for you for this week. I'll try to stay consistent with those. Again, if you've stuck around this long, I really appreciate you sitting back and listening to uh, me kind of ramble on about the backstory of the Help Me Understand podcast. So thank you again for tuning in. If you have found this to be uh, impactful in any way, shape, or form, I would appreciate if you would hop on to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating and a review, that would really help me out. Uh, and also, if you could pass this on to anybody that you think could benefit from this platform, then I would definitely appreciate it. So thanks again for tuning in to another episode, and I'll talk to you next time.